Hello, what's up? And welcome back to Ascended Queens, you guys. I am Jermaine. And I'm Jessica. (laughs) And I guess this is part two of our Spirituality 101. But uh, before we get into that, Jess, like, I guess we should talk about how we're doing. Like, so what's anything going on with you that you want to share with our listeners? Um, I'm loving 2020. Hmm. So far, I think that, you know, I definitely thought there was still going to be some flying cars at some point. I know it didn't happen, <laughs> know. you know, on the first, like we talked about, but I was thinking by February, you know, I thought, sure. you thought they were going to get their shit together. Like I oh. thought that, yeah, I was trying to give them the, the benefit of the doubt, but nope. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll settle for no the line flying bike. cars, nothing, no, no actual hoverboards. No, no, nope. but we did get this crazy virus. What? Well, we what? didn't get it. Let me backtrack. We didn't get anything. No, I am but definitely our no, prayers I didn't get that. do go out to the people that did. But I mean, what? Like right. this is. I don't. I don't really like to, you know, dabble too much in fear or anything like that. But me um, neither. I just wash my hands. Right. I mean, and no Lysol. Right. Clorox bleach wipes. It's a lot. Purell. It's a lot. Right. Yeah. That's all. Girl, I went to, I already have, like, my survival kit on dirt, right? <laughs> so, I'm, I mean, I have, like, the backpack that's, like, safari, like, camouflage colored. Ben had that, right? Yeah, and then I was like, okay. It's camouflage colored? You guys. Oh, it's ca- Jessica is spawn ready for the damn zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Girl, you know I do archery, too. I you got a machete? Archery. Girl, bows and arrows. <laughs> bows and arrows, bitch. I will be on top of your roof. <laughs> And 5.2 seconds. <laughs> Girl. See, if that's... Okay, so I need to actually get this. I, out of that show, I always felt like the best weapon was Michonne. Like, she had a ninja sword, and all you had to do was sharpen that shit, and it was ready to go. And you could just, like, ah, 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 and, like, just stab a bunch of motherfuckers. You know? She had sound effects. I really ah, did. Ah, ah. <laughs> that's what... That's what it's the sound of a machete. It really is. That was stab. That was me stabbing, stabbing, <laughs> stabbing zombies. <laughs> they, you know what? They would fall out laughing. That's how they died. They'd be like, "She just did. She just go ah ah ah." They'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> I did." Just kill over and die right there on the spot. <laughs> oh die of laughter on your ass. <laughs> That's fine. Bitch. As long as they drop down, I don't care. Right. Right. Happens, it don't matter to me. <laughs> oh my goodness! So yeah, that's <laughs> that's uh, <Fools. laughs> right. I mean, had to do it, but yeah, I don't know. Man. I mean, twenty twenty has been really good overall. I would say it's been a little heavy too. I will definitely say that. Obviously, um, there's been some really crazy tragedies that have happened. Not yeah. also in my personal life, like obviously mm-hmm. uh, Kobe Bryant, his daughter. Um, and then that the coach and his wife and their, one of their daughters. And um, there was like another woman. I, I, I think there were like nine people on that plane. It was re- really sad, um, yeah. you know, to for the world, obviously, because of, you know, the impact of, you know, those people and and how they left this world and, you know, the lives that they touched. So, 
Um, definitely, I will say my heart goes out to those families because, you know, I can't even uh, imagine, you know, yeah. something. Well, I guess I can't imagine because some not something like that, but I actually had a cousin of mine uh, pass away suddenly. Um, and we don't really know why. And she was really healthy. And um, it was really interesting, <laughs> um, you know, that, that, that things like that just kind of happen. Yeah. I mean, you know, my brother has been battling. I don't, there's probably so many people in my life that do not know this and I'm not going to say exactly what it is, but you know, he's been having some health struggles for the past year um, that have been pretty scary, but you know, things are looking up and yeah, I mean, you just never know. I mean, he's 40, you know, 41, he's going to be 42, something like that. Yeah. I think he's 42 um, and, and pretty healthy too. So you just never know. Like that's, that's the thing with, you know, everybody's saying about Kobe and I feel this way with my brother. Cause he's like, to me, he's the best person on the planet next to my mom. Like if people say I'm good, I mean, these fools got me beat by a long shot. I right? mean, your mom totally does. I mean, I love you for friends, sure, but your mom, ooh, oh, man. girl, she's, she's like an earth angel for real. That's my lady. I love her. That's yeah. my mom. I just love she's her epic. so much. <laughs> she's, you know, this chick, you know, she, she's up to 30 like military style pushups, like what at 73 yeah i'm, I'm done with her no and running i can't and running yeah and just you know good spirits last long she so. makes me tired like looking at her i'm like oh girl i'm tired <laughs> i know i know i love her forever so yeah like just live your life to the fullest everybody Absolutely. like i mean you hear it all the time but legit like mm-hmm. you know if that wasn't this... a prime example to like live your life yeah. to the fullest i don't know what is and have fun. Yes. Like, stop. I mean, I, I know people that are like, you know, plan more than I do. I'm not the best necessarily, like, necessarily planner, but I definitely do, you know, travel as much as I can. I have a lot of fun. Like, even if it's my kind of fun, it may have changed over time. Like, it was in our 20s when we were pop locking and dropping it. <laughs> like, I can't I really get all the way yesterday. back up. I mean, I can do it, but I'm just talking about getting all the way back up real quick. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. You know? These knees. Um, I'm working on it. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get Megan the Stallion knees. Her knees, man, like, I don't know. Hey, hey. You know? Over here trying to do these squats. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, have fun. Like, don't don't wait for anything. And don't wait for what your bank account says. Mm-hmm. Don't wait for what society says. Like, if you have an impulse to do something, you don't know. You don't have to know where it's going to come from or how you're going to do it. Just do it. You yeah. know what I mean? Just just hone in on it and make that your priority. And, and you have divine power to actually manifest that Absolutely. into your life. And, and we're we'll gonna, get into manifestation. Yeah, we're going to be talking about that in a little bit. So uh, stay tuned for that as well. But I definitely co-sign and say I agree with everything you say because, honestly, we don't have time to waste, you know? And yeah. live as much as you can. Love as much as you can. Mm. Don't hesitate to live and have opportunities with people you know, because you're scared or whatever it is, jump in with both feet. Don't dip a toe because you don't have time to dip a toe. We talked about this in another episode in terms of relationships and stuff. Don't dip a toe. Just jump in the water. You know what I mean? Like life is, life is not going to wait for you. It's just going to keep going. So realistically, it's like take full advantage of opportunities that present themselves to you. And and make character adjustments. Like, I don't like, you know, when I go to sleep, and we can talk about this in spiritual practice, this is a little bit more surface level, but 
when I go to sleep, I, I ask myself, like, how could I have said this better? Mm. How could I have done this better? How could I have been less triggered? Was I triggered today at all? Okay, you weren't. Cool. Make that adjustment. Mm. Pat yourself on the back, back. Be grateful for it. What else can I focus on for tomorrow to make my life and other people's around me better? Yes. Like, that needs to be our focal point. Like, we need to stop honing in on our, on our own little lives. Like, uh, yes. how much money can I make? Right. And, and who's the love of my life? Like, really start to be of service. Like, mm-hmm. how can I make this? How can I just smile with this person? Maybe I don't have time to, like, volunteer and feed the homeless. But I can definitely let this person in on the freeway. Yep. I can definitely hold the door in the grocery store. I can help an old lady, you know, put her groceries away. Absolutely. Like, we got to just, we don't have time to be... Uh, to to waste as far as our character, right? And to continue to create karma on this planet, like just be better, be a, do better, be a good human, man. Like yeah. we all it's not that hard. It really isn't that hard, and we all honestly want to feel that in return to us. So the more that you do it, and the more you put that energy out there into the world, the more it's going to start coming back to you. People are going to start letting you over on the freeway. People are going to be like, oh my gosh, no, go ahead of me. It's okay. And it's, and it's not like a big angry thing. It's like the energy that you're emitting into the world, it will literally be surrounding you at all points and all periods because you're putting it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're emitting that frequency. It's like, I always think of something as like, if you see like a a cloud, right? Yep. And maybe it's a white cloud or whatever. And the more like we're contributing, the more we're loving, the more we're being kind, the more, more being patient, we're depositing that into the universal bank of all. Yes. And so that is where we get our life force like returned back to us. Like, because if you look at like the word currency, that's your current. Mm. That's that literally means your energy. Yes. Like we're, we're literally focused. This epiphany came to me earlier this week, but like, we're literally focusing on like we're calling currency paper money that's not backed by anything. And then we're literally basing our worth mm. on something that is worthless. You know what I'm saying? So, like, know that every time that you're being light, you're li- there's a universal bank that you're depositing into that supersedes yes. Chase and Wells Fargo and your Bank of America, union. whatever you want to call it. Yes. And that those have nothing on a divine being. Mm-hmm. They can't tell you what's in your divine bank account. 100%. They don't have any clue. Girl, she yelling so, at y'all. She yelling I'm saying, at you. If you want to manifest, you don't manifest on the level of the physical world, you have to tap into your divine bank. Right. And, and you are literally creating it every day with the light that you're being on the planet. Yeah, and that takes being in full alignment with who you truly are with yourself. Yeah. You know? And once yeah. you reach that level of alignment, then you're... And it, it's I'm not even talking about like Buddha-type alignment. Like I feel like we always talk about things in terms of alignment, and we'll obviously get into that um, in terms of like manifestation and even in our own spiritual practice. But I feel like people always think... When they hear the word alignment, it means like you have to be very Buddha-like and like, you know, give away all your spiritual possessions or all your, your not spiritual possessions, I'm sorry, your worldly possessions and things like that. No, full alignment just means that you are one with who you are in the sense that you're emitting love, you know, you're a happy person, you know, you're kind, you're generous of yourself, your time, things like that. You're letting people over on the freeway, you know, you're, you're emitting this frequency that it matches up with the alignment of your true self, because realistically we all come from that type of energy. And once you align, you know, with that energy, then you're in alignment. (laughs) It doesn't mean that you have to do anything grandiose, become a monk, shave your head, 
you know, if that's what you feel called to do, then cool. But you can still shake your ass and be in alignment. You know what I mean? Right. You can still yeah. be, you know, um, buying it's a Bentley. Tangible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we like our stuff too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but you can feel when you're in alignment oh, because yes. you feel you feel weightless. You don't feel like heavy. Mm-hmm. You don't feel stress. You can you know, walk out and just attract people to you yes. and attract these deeper conversations. And you know, and then, you know, when you, when you know yourself, you know, when you're out of line, but just like your back or a muscle mm-hmm. or a bone in your body, you can feel that. But when you're tapped in and paying attention and being silent and actually getting to know yourself, you will know when you're out of alignment. Yes. And I get out of alignment. You know what I mean? Like oh, girl, I'm, I'm human. I could definitely get out of alignment. But it's about, you know, observing it, mm-hmm. knowing it, not judging yourself and just right. tweaking, making that tweak. Right. And try to jump back in as quickly as you can. And even yeah. if you can't for that day, because you know what? Sometimes we all just have a really mm-hmm. bad, shitty day. But don't yeah. let that bad, shitty day turn into a bad, shitty month or week or whatever. Right. Just don't let it, like, continue. Stop it. Nip it in the butt as quickly as you possibly can. Um, but yeah. like you said, too, don't be hard on yourself. We're all human. We all experience, you know, off moments, not being in alignment or contrast as if, if anyone out there follows Abraham Hicks, um, she talks a lot about contrast. And obviously you, even Jessica talk a lot about the duality of things. It's like, you got to know the dark, you know, the light and things like that. Like what goes up must come down. Like those laws exist for a reason. So even when you have a bad day, just say, you know what, tomorrow's going to be so much better. Like, yes, yeah. today was what it was, but I'm going to leave it here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like, exactly. I was going to say in the, in the, in the adverse of what you like to do, I also do that too. Like I check in with myself. How can I be better? How can I do this? I also say, you know what? Tomorrow's going to be such an amazing day before I go to sleep. I try to call that forth as much as I possibly yeah. can. And I try to visualize it even um, like what my day will look like and what I'll be doing and me smiling and having a good time. And, you know, just any and everybody that I touch out in the world, if I go out in the world, it's just a great experience. And so usually when I do that, your girl has a great day. And you know what? We might as well just pop this this conversation naturally went into manifestation, which is what we wanted to end with. But yeah, it's organically happening now. So I say, I mean, this is this is how we both manifest. Like, yes, I know for sure I use visualization um, how, I like how to, do you use visualizations? Oh, spell it out for our spell it listeners. Out. <sighs> so first I like to get very clear and you can get clear first of all, and there's so many steps before this, but, um, so I'll say the very first thing is releasing things that no longer serve you. That helps you to get to get more balanced and more neutral so that you can, so that the things that you are visualizing are not skewed by something from the past or a projection into the future. So you wanna be in the center of that, which means that you're being present. So like when you're present and you're tapping in, because I've said this before, like on my, on my jewel drops, like we always try to manifest and we have vision boards and we do you know, what, what we're told to do on the secret and mm-hmm. different things. But if you haven't cleared away your doubts, mm-hmm. then the minute that you manifest it, you're gonna have a contradicting thought right behind it, which neutralizes that which you were trying to manifest. Yes. So you'll sit there and you're like, why am I not manifesting this? Why am I manifesting the same relationship? But did you heal from the one before? Mm. Did you remove that which was no longer serving you? And then your expectation of what now needs to be in the future 
But because you didn't heal from the past, your projection is still dealing with your past. Yeah, Yo, where only... is my church tambourine? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know it because I've done it, right? Me too. That's so, what I'm saying. I'm like, I just need to co-sign with a little church tambourine real quick. Yeah, a little finger snap. You, you know? know she's, her I, finger snaps are a little light. I can't do it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I've been practicing. I've been practicing, you know? There she goes. Yeah, she's yeah, talking yeah. her finger work, ladies. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a lot of times check in when you are trying to manifest and ask yourself, like, am I wanting to manifest this particular job out of fear, not out of this is what I truly want because I'm being present and I'm clear that this is what I want. But this is really just in contrast to what I don't want. Mm -hmm. And if it's in contrast to what you don't want, then there's still healing there to do. Yes. Like there's still a gap there. So for me, the first thing is to really get neutral and make sure that I am as present and in alignment with my own energetic field. Once you do that, then you can visualize what it is that you want, right? Mm -hmm. And usually I do think that, you know, that old saying that everything's already been given, it truly has. Um, it's existing on a love, on an energetic field that you haven't arrived at yet. Yes. And usually like the gap between you receiving what you want is your belief that you deserve it. It's mm -hmm. your, or as a human, thinking that you need evidence of it. So you're walking around, right? <laughs> I could see like, I get a vision of somebody like on the beach with one of those like metal finders, metal, metal detectors. <laughs> right. Like, you know what I mean? Trying to collect everything and put it in their little bag to say, oh, okay, cool. Now I can, now I can say I'm abundant. Yeah. But if you already have the feeling of being abundant, because abundance, again, for a divine being, cannot be based on physical paper that's not backed by anything. Right. That abundance comes from within yourself, an abundance of love, and an abundance of peace, and abundance of joy, mm -hmm. and all of those things. So start to feel into that. And then now you're operating at that level of manifestation already. Yes. So now when you, when you see something, you're just literally catching a vision of what's already been given. It's just that you've removed all of the, the distraction, all of the old stuff and future projection. You've removed all that. So you're really just becoming present to what has already been, right? Right. So then I just visualize. I get very, very clear on what I want. And I really do feel like it was already given and I'm just catching a glimpse of it. I truly do see that. It's not like I sit there and I force myself to see something. It's like, you know what? Wow, I really want to go to Egypt, like really bad. I really just feel this intense feeling. And when I'm in Egypt, like this is what I would do. I don't, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like It just comes work, to you. Yeah. And it, it comes to you because you're just allowing it. You're in a state of that. Mm -hmm. But before you get to that, if you're just practicing manifestation and, you, and you're just practicing like alignment and all of that stuff, then yeah, just, just, just sit with yourself and really get clear on the career you want, really get clear on the relationship you want, um, on where you want to live. And I like to write. I think physically writing something down, mm -hmm. and I usually do that at the, the end of the year. And it's not like I want, it's I have yes. um, or I am. Mm -hmm. And then I just let it go. I don't look at it again. I let it go. Um, and I've done that before and 10 years later found something and what, like everything on there was like, was created. Um, so yeah, that's what I do. I just get very clear. And I also feel it's like the vision coupled with the visualization and the feeling. So just getting really, really clear. Mm -hmm. And I think before you can do that, it's, it's imperative that you remove all illusion of limitation. Yes. Um, yeah. So I hope that helps. It definitely does. And I guess to throw in my own two cents on it, um, <laughs> obviously I agree with you wholeheartedly 
200%. But just to even add to that, because um, I absolutely do all those things too. I've 100% worked on getting clear, letting go of a lot of things that no longer serve me as well. Also, recognizing and healing old patterns, wounds, and cycles of things mm. that I have, you know, kind of like been involved in and, and realizing yeah. like, okay, I can put this away now. I don't need to, to recreate this cycle because mm. I have healed whatever caused me to even have this cycle in the first place, you know? Yes. Um, and the reasons uh, why those things happen, it's like, okay, cool. Like you, everybody has the opportunity to heal. It just takes a little bit of effort or some effort um, on your part to actually sit down. And I'm going to say sit down because I think too many people, like, we're so focused on, I want to, I just need to, like, be in alignment so I can get stuff, you know? And, like, right. realistically, like, yeah, that's great. Like, getting stuff is good, but the alignment part of you actually feeling good is way better Yeah. in the process to getting the stuff. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's cool. Like, obviously, I want to freaking nice ass car I mean I love my car actually but I don't even talk about my car my Sylvie she's getting old I'm gonna have to retire her um sometime in the near future which makes me really sad because me and that homegirl have had such a great time (laughs) (laughs) yes yes I named my car Sylvie because she's silver and don't be judging me y'all because that's just me okay so rude (laughs) anywho (laughs) um See, I got off track. I was talking about Sylvie and shit. Um, <laughs> but he digresses. I know, I digress. I'll just get back to the to the manifestation and being in alignment. Like, um, I definitely feel like once you get to the point where you're like clear um, and you release a lot of things, obviously too. Um, before you do a lot of releasing and stuff, I've said this in the past too. Work on your subconscious programming and your subconscious issues because sometimes societally we all have them you know what i'm saying we all have those programs from society that we've been fed um we can talk about you be it if you're a woman or if you're gay like because these are just some of the programs that have been put on me um also being a black female or a black person like so dealing with like systemic racism and stuff like that like so having to heal a lot of those things within myself um obviously i can't heal it in the totality of things because it's all surrounding the world, but I can still project um, an energy that I would like to receive back to me coming from my being, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And so that, that aside, I would definitely say like work on your worthiness issues, because once you realize that you definitely deserve anything whole to be whole, to be happy, to experience love, to, be kind to experience kindness. You know what I mean? It allows you to let a lot of things down, your guards, your walls, all of those things naturally kind of tend to come down. And I feel like it helps you get in alignment so much easier. So once you get there, I also do a lot of those things that you do too as well, Jessica. Um, I meditate a lot. I do spiritual baths. Um, I guess this kind of goes in with our spiritual practice too. So um, manifestation and spiritual practice are kind of like interchangeable. Uh, for me, I do spiritual baths. Actually, I'm getting ready to do one today. Um, I kind of like bought flowers. I prepared. I also have, um, I mean, I can talk a little bit more about this when we talk into spiritual practice. I have like an ancestral altar, um, but uh, I do that and I pray for my ancestors, like the people who have passed and died in my life that are important to me. Um, 
but I also do lists as well in terms of manifestation. Like obviously not all of us have probably watched the secret or read the secret, but um, one thing that didn't, I didn't really connect with was the vision board thing. I don't know why I can't really do vision boards. Like I don't really feel like I connect with them because I feel like I can't visualize off of something that isn't exactly what it is that I want. Right. So I will visualize it in my mind's eye. Um, and what I mean by mind's eye is like, if I, if you were to close your eyes right now and you were to visualize a blue ball, obviously, <laughs> why are you laughing? Blue balls. <laughs> Jesus. This... Get my mind. Get it out my mind. the gutter. How do I'm we sorry. go back there? You guys, I went from <laughs> talking about, you know, working on my finger snaps and she's like, ladies. I can't with her. I'm so done. You I don't guys. know. I'm sorry. I'm because I'm five. Okay, sorry. <laughs> She's fired. Oh my god. Okay, well let's make it a red ball then. Because, okay. Or yellow. Fuck. I don't know Something. what color this yeah. ball needs to be. <laughs> Pick a color of a ball and not on someone's body or something's right. body. Okay. Jesus. Right. I'm fuck. Sorry. <laughs> Just visualize a ball. <laughs> right. The color of your choosing. <laughs> right. Oh my God. <laughs> so when I'm talking about your mind's eye and visualization, um, it's more in like if you visualize, say we're talking about a yellow ball. Um, <laughs> she's still giggling. I can't. Um, what does that look like to you? You know, like close your eyes and really think about it. Think about the detail of this yellow ball. Um, and so realistically, when you see that, that is you starting the process of manifestation. So when you are actually trying to visualize what it is that you want, how you want to experience life, how you want a relationship to be, um, trips that you want to go on, experiences that you want to have, the type of car that you want, those are the types of things when I say like visualize it in your mind's eye, like you're visualizing it like that blue. I can't. I said blue again. <laughs> Goddamn blue ball. Motherfucking blue They balls. get it. Right. They totally get it. I hope you get it because Jesus Christ. <laughs> that my mind was totally right. in the gutter. Um, um, so yeah. So then you just visualize that. You also like can feel the feeling of what it's like yeah you know what I mean like try to sense it in your body you know what I mean like I do that yeah. a lot while I'm meditating um and I honestly I I've discussed this before talking about um subconscious programming if you're I really think the most powerful times are right when you wake up in the morning and right before you go to sleep obviously you can do this throughout the, the day any time of day it doesn't really matter you don't have to do it just at those times, but at those times are extremely powerful because your subconscious is fully awake and aware. And so, um, right as you're drifting off into sleep, if you start to do a little visualization, um, about, you know, like I said, even for me, like with the type of day that I want to have the next day, I feel like I'm manifesting because I'm putting it all into my subconscious, which actually puts me into alignment. Um, and then my spirit, it's like, I'm projecting that energy out obviously as I'm sleeping. And then, so I feel like it just kind of goes out into the ethers and then contacts everybody that I'm going to come in contact with. And is like, y'all gotta be nice today. 
Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like call and response. Yeah, absolutely. So um, in terms of manifestation, that's what I do. I definitely write lists too. Um, I usually do, I, I, I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions, but I will kind of like write a general list about the things that I want to do throughout the year, which includes traveling, the types of clients that I want to work with, the amount of money I want to make. Um, and I used to do this a long time ago where I would actually get extremely specific month by month. And, um, instead, cause I, like I said, I don't really connect with vision boards. So what I would do is I would literally write a list of, I want to work with this client two, two to three times a week. I want to make this amount of money. Um, and you know, like I would be very specific about what it is that I wanted what I wanted things to look like. And as I'm writing things down, I am visualizing it within my mind's eye. And it's really powerful. I still have a lot of, of my old sheets and stuff like that. Because what I do is I put it up and I, I put it up on my little vanity that I get ready at every day. And yes, I look at it, but it's not in terms of like, I'm looking at it all the time. Like, oh my gosh, is this going to happen? Is it not going to happen? I put it up there and then I put it away. Like, <laughs> you know, sometimes yeah. I look at it, sometimes I don't, but I just know it's there. Um, I know it's present, but I don't necessarily have to always acknowledge it. And mine definitely also says that more of I am, I have, uh, because I want to say also this, like your words are very powerful. Mm -hmm. The way you speak about not even just the things that you want, but other people and even yourself, um, is extremely important. So if you are saying I am X, Y, and Z, and you are following up that I am statement with something negative, I really need you guys to know and understand that you are alchemizing those words for yourself and you are drawing that energy into yourself, whether you know it or not. And it's extremely important that you are very specific when you talk about yourself in the terms of I am, you know? Yeah. I I always say like, don't even joke. No. That's why, that's why I retracted in the beginning when I said, we have this, I was like, nope, because that is not true. And I will not take ownership of that. So don't even joke with things. And I used to do that years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was with somebody who was, you know, older and knew better. And I was always like, I'm, you know, I'm like 24. I'm like, hey, come on. You know, the universe knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm just playing. And it took me like years to fully, I had to come to that conclusion on my own. And I remember just being like, oh, wow, she was dead right. Um, but don't even joke with things. Mm-hmm. And I always tell a, a very close friend of mine, I'm always like, you know what? Unless you want to experience that, don't say it. Right. Do not say it. Like, because it will come to you. Yes. Like, and the more powerful you get, like, once you know something spiritually, it can't be unknown. Mm-hmm. So if you know that words have power and we just told you that they do, and that gets into your, your awareness, now you know it. So now you have to, that law applies to you. And it's even more profound in your life. Like for me, karma is instant. Not only which I try not to harm anybody, but if there's something that's out of alignment with even my speech or if I get into gossip or anything like that, it's instant. And the same thing goes for whoever does something against me. Mm. (laughs) I mean, it's right away. Every time. Like, um, And that's because, number one, you know, you're going to evolve yourself out out of time to where you literally will be able to be in such alignment that stuff happens right away. Your manifestations happen very quickly. And you can, that's the thing about manifestations too, that we can, that I'll say is that you can kind of gauge it. Like you can look at things that might've taken you like 
five years to create before. And now it might only take you five months. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and then eventually it'll take you five weeks and then it'll take you five days and five hours. But again, it has to do with, again, being in alignment, being neutral, removing limitations and removing the idea that it's, it's happening from outside of you. Yes. And somebody's giving, somebody else has to give you permission to oh, make that much money. No, it's or somebody you. else. Has, yeah, it's mm-hmm. totally you. Everything is within you. Yeah. I'll actually say um, an example um, because I literally said this yesterday and I was talking about, I, I worked with a client um, yesterday, so I had to travel. And so I love this client. I've been working with them for probably about seven years. Um, and it's one of my most loyal clients and I love them. Like I love the whole team there. Um, so I said yesterday, they only had me there for one day and I was like, gosh, I really would love to be here for two days. Like I, I would love Mm. to be here for two days. Um, like two days, like two days all the time would be amazing. So not only did this client rebook me again next week, um, but I will be there for two days. Wow. (laughs) So it goes to show your words are extremely powerful. Yeah. And, and, and then don't counter it. And that's, that's Mm -hmm. the whole thing that Jermaine's talking about with your subconscious mind, right? Is like in, in your counter counteracting, contradicting with, I, you know, would love to stay here for two days. And she knew that she's practiced it enough to know, to let that go Mm -hmm. and let it be, and that it be returned to her done. But when you start to say, yeah, but they probably can't. They already told me that they Mm-mm. only need me one day. And yeah, but then again, right. I'm going to have to pay for this and I should really get back. Like the minute you start to do that, it's null and void. Right. You just neutralize what you were trying to create. Right. Don't doubt it and don't doubt yourself. Because the thing is, is like like I said, and Jessica said in terms of worthiness, you have to know that you deserve the things that you desire. You right. know, that's very important. Yeah. And, and things that, you know, you know, we're talking about the subconscious mind. So there's so many things that we uh, acquire over time subconsciously that we don't even know. And it starts when we're little, right? A lot of it comes from like initially our parents' belief systems mm-hmm. and subconscious thoughts that maybe, you know, that they acquired in their life. Right. Stuff like money doesn't grow on trees, right? Right. <laughs> Those types of things or like you, like I said last show, if you don't go to church, you're going to go to hell right. or being gay. Like there's so many things that you just, your young mind or just throughout life because you have given your power to, you know, maybe it's whatever authority, whether it's your parents or school, whatever. And these people have had, you know, of course, respect everybody, but you have to know that these people are dealing with all of the things and unhealings that we're now talking about mm-hmm. and, and trying to assist ourselves and you and working through, and they didn't have those tools. So that's who we're relying on to tell us the quote unquote truth. Right. right? Guide us and show us the way. Guide us and show us the way. But little did they absorbing. know. Yeah. Yeah. And you're absorbing those things and, and you can check back in with yourself. And that's, that's what the beauty of meditation too is you can sit with yourself in silence and you can ask yourself, your higher self or your subconscious mind, like, where did this thought come from? Right. And then just let it go and allow it to just be still and silent and allow it to show itself, to reveal itself to you. And then tell that aspect of you that absorbed it at that time, it's okay to let that go. We have a new a knowingness that supersedes and this knowingness is now law. So you're free of this belief. Mm-hmm. So I, I encourage you to not absorb this into your into your space and into your consciousness because your subconscious mind is literally dictating your conscious mind. Yes. It doesn't matter what your conscious mind says. Your conscious mind can say, I want, it's just like we said, it, it, if your subconscious mind already believes this and you've been believing something for 39 years and then now all of a sudden you want to say something, it doesn't really hold as much power, mm-hmm. really, especially if you're neutralizing it. So you have to go to like the source. 
And so your subconscious mind, that's in, in meditation is where you can rewire those thoughts. And it's where you can retrain yourself to think powerfully, even if you can't tap in and remember, recall, you know, what, where it was in your lifetime that you absorbed it, just start to rewire yourself now. And now that you're in awareness, start to think abundant thoughts, yeah. start to think beautiful, you know, healthy thoughts. And that's also how you can help to heal yourself and other people. Absolutely. If you're trying to heal somebody, right? We know this is Reiki and you don't trust that you have the ability to do that or that healing actually exists, then how can you, you know, how, it's, it's null and void, just like, just like manifestation and everything else. Right. And I also add to that too. It's all a It's like, it's like working out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't just get up and you haven't been working out. Say you haven't been working out for five years at all whatsoever. You don't just get up and go run a mile and your body is going to respond well to that. Right. Exactly. Or maybe I'll say 10 miles because, you know, a mile is not that hard, but it, um, you know, even speak for yourself. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, a mile then. You know what I'm saying? So you have to train your body. So in order to work your way up to something, to be able to, you know, even like exude good energy, you have to practice it. You know, you have to make little adjustments. Maybe, maybe it won't come easy in the beginning. It's gonna be hard. That's just like with working out. Things are hard sometimes, and it's okay. You know, but the more you work at it, the easier things become. Yeah. Yeah. And I and challenge yourself. believe that and definitely challenge yourself. Yeah. And challenge yourself and to do it every day. Yeah. Cause the mile thing I was, I was actually saying like, I'm a run walk a mile currently, you know <laughs> what I mean? Um, but I used to have, uh, asthma when I was young, mm. like I was, I was like born with asthma. And so what I had to do when I played sports my whole life, when I played you know, basketball in high school. And it was like, no joke. Um, I had to train myself and nobody told me to do this. Mm -hmm. Right. Like doctors would have had me just be on albuterol or whatever the, you know, forever. Right. But what I did was I just started leaving it further and further away from me. So at first, for instance, I would run within my sock. Right. And then after a while, I'd be like, you know what, let me leave this at the court and I'm going to run around the track. And then I would be like, I'm going to leave it in the locker room. And then eventually I trained my body to just leave it all together at home. Mm -hmm. I didn't need it anymore. Mm -hmm. Same thing with anxiety. Like I had, you know, I started getting anxiety in like in high school. And mm -hmm. so I had performance anxiety is what it started out as. And then it just went crazy, like in college. Right. And nobody in my family had anxiety. You go to the doctor and they're like, this is a chemical um, imbalance. Right. Right. So I truly believe that my brothers would be like, this is in your mind. This is in your mind. And I just was like, you don't get it. You don't get it. And let me be really honest with you. And people can be mad at this if you want, but I struggled with it. And it is in your mind. I, I'm sorry, like, because I had it. I'm not saying it's easy to do, mm -hmm. but that is, I had to change my perspective on life. Right. And it's not that I never get anxiety at all or get nervous, but it's not out of control. Right. Because I've rewired my thinking. I don't look at things outside of me as more powerful than me. Mm -hmm. Like I, or if I do, I remember you've done this before. You've done this before. You've released this before. You've superseded this before. Right. And that's when I really got deep into my meditation because it brought a level of peace. I almost feel like anxiety is the opposite of peace. Mm -hmm. It definitely like, is. Yeah. And I remember when I did Ascended Radio for like four and a half years or so. I remember interviewing this one spiritual teacher and author. And I remember right before the show started, we were chit-chatting and I was like, oh, I'm nervous. And she was like, 
nervousness is just the other side of excitement. Right. It's the same exact chemical that's going on in your body. Yeah, it's uneasiness and, about something that hasn't even happened yeah, yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it can be healed. And I know so many people struggle with that because I do life insurance during the day. And so I look at a lot of people's medical background mm -hmm. and it can be healed. Do not let somebody tell you that there is no, that there is no way that this can be healed. You have to be on medication for the rest of your life. You can heal it and you can live a powerful life and not allow. And for me, it's do the thing that I'm afraid of. Mm. Like sometimes, and I said that before, like I've allowed it to stop me when I was younger and then that produced guilt and then that produced, you know what I'm saying? And then you're not exercising that muscle that would have put you in that position that you were in because you ran from it because you're so afraid of being, of confronting it. Mm. So now, even if I'm afraid, I just do it. Yes. Like, I'm like, you know what? I know that there's a safety net called divine love. And so I know I'm not going to completely fall. I may stumble, but I'm going to do it. And that's building that muscle and that confidence within yourself. Yes. Like doing ascended radio, I was nervous. I used to have to take like a shot before I did it. Right. But mm. I felt called to do it and to share. So like for a year, even though I'm in my own house, <laughs> I was that nervous. I had that bad of anxiety, but doing it consistently every Wednesday, Every single, you know, every week, no matter what, like everybody knew, like, this is more important than like going out. This is more important than a date or my family. Like, this is what I'm doing every Wednesday for four and a half years. And eventually I got so comfortable. I didn't even think about it. I don't really prepare. Like I would speak for an hour, like, and maybe I had a couple little notes, but I just, it just became natural to me, but you have to, you know, when it's be responsible with it. I'm yeah. not saying if something is completely frightening you also tap in and see, is this, is this negative energy or lower level energy telling me not to go into this room or not to do this? That's right. very different because I will turn away in a heartbeat. We talked about that's that. also trusting your intuition, which we will talk yes. about at some point yeah. too. Yeah. And you know, sorry, I digress. No, it's okay. You can heal from it is my point. You know, and, what's um, funny is that you talking about all of this and healing from it, your anxiety, uh, I feel like this year, because obviously in the past few episodes and things like that, I've talked about my own personal anxiety. Um, and I just literally, as we're talking right now, had the realization that I haven't had any anxiety at all this year. Mm. At all. Not at all. Like, I don't even think I've even gotten nervous. <laughs> like... I, I love it. It's because I think I've gotten to such a place with myself that I'm in such peace, you know, and I was working on a lot of those things in terms of my own personal anxiety that you're even talking about. Um, and it just is not coming up anymore. And I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it can be debilitating. It, I've seen it. I've seen it with close friends. Mm -hmm. I've, um, and you know, when you're the only one, like I said, I have, all brothers. And so brothers can be like harder on you. You know what I mean? It's like, nah, what are you talking about? Like, go out there, do it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I have that in me. I have that in me more than anything else, but it can feel lonely when you don't know anybody else that's, that's dealing with it. Mm -hmm. And, and then you, you know, and you feel like, ah, nobody gets it. But a lot of celebrities even that you think, man, they just, they're so confident. Yeah. yeah. If you listen to them, most of them are frightened. Most of them are like, you know what I mean? They're yeah. very afraid before they go on stage or before they perform. Yeah. But it's about like not allowing it to stop you. Yeah. I would definitely even say for me, obviously, as my, as a model for right. this being my job, like my, my source of income. Um, when I first started modeling, I, oh my gosh, I 
had horrible anxiety. It would literally make me, I, I couldn't even, like, I, my performance was terrible. Like, I would freak out. I would judge myself in comparison to other models and stuff like that. Now, it's it's different because um, I, I have to, like, set myself in a good a good place almost. And I also go there, go to a certain place. It's like, I kind of get, get myself in this like channeled mindset, you know, um, yeah. almost becoming, I can't even say becoming something else. It's just becoming more of who I am and letting the barriers mm. of those things that give me anxiety, like the worry, like the comparison, like the, you know, like I'm not going to do a good job setting those aside for a second, just to step, step my own true self forward and say, you know what, mm. I'm going to kill it. Yeah. I'm going to kill it. You know? Yeah. And you just go to a place and you're like, all right, take a deep breath. And I actually used to use, so in the very beginning, one of the practices that I would do is I would use that nervousness as fuel. You know, I would say, mm. you know, what? I know I'm feeling this right now, but there's a reason why I'm feeling this because I'm supposed to be here, you know? Yeah. And all these other program things that are happening to me and causing me to have this anxiety and fear and all of that are the program talking to me. Yeah. It's not my actual true self talking to me, my higher self talking to me. So I'm going to set those aside and I'm going to use this, this energy and I'm going to transmute it for something good right now. So I would use yeah. it and I would just literally go out every single job when I started doing that and I would just kill it, you know? And that's the beauty is, is all energy can be used. That's what alchemy is. Yes. You know what I mean? Like be sometimes this may sound crazy to some people, but like, even if it's, you know, anger or depression, whatever, it's almost like, okay, cool. I have even more energy to use. Mm -hmm. So you can transmute that and you can alchemize it. And now you can add that, you know, into your bank of, <laughs> right. Of energy that it's you like, have. But it's like a superpower. It's like, yeah, it's absolutely that. Like, thank you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, thank you. Like it's, it's added. It's, it's more of that collecting metal, but it's called like energy tablets. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but you obviously want to learn how to transmute and alchemize the energy first. And again, that's not like a crazy deal. It's like when you're upset and you can, it's just like when you have contradicting thoughts of things that you want to manifest, do that in the opposite for anger. Mm -hmm. if, if something makes you anger, angry, like I said, I have a keyword that I use to, and I tell all of the cells in my body, and I've been saying that for like over a decade, when I say this word, everything has to come back into alignment. Everything will feel peace. Everything will be free. Like, and I'll say that word until I feel that way. So whatever you have, whatever fear or whatever it is, it doesn't feel good, counteract that in the opposite way that you would when you're trying to, you know, when you, when you mismanifest something, mm -hmm. right? And just contradict it. Like, okay, I'm feeling angry. Think of, think a positive thought. Think of a loved one. Think of your child being born. Think of, you know what I mean? Like think of the raise you just got or think yeah. of the, the places that you just traveled to. Absolutely. Being gratitude, like for whatever is popping up for you that is contradicting that other energy. And that's alchemy. It's that simple. It's right. not like you necessarily sitting there in a lab and <laughs> using math equations to, you know what I mean? It's like, it's literally just transmuting an energy field that is not becoming of you into what is. Right. Wow. That's so powerful. Amazing. Super amazing. What can I, I say? I love this show. I know. I mean, <laughs> I feel like, so it's funny because we were supposed to be talking about our spiritual practices and stuff too. But I feel like throughout this entire show, we've talked about our, all of our own personal spiritual yeah, practices we did. and stuff. Um, 
yeah, like different things that we do. Like I was saying, like spiritual baths. I talked about my ancestral altar. I actually like to fuel a lot of my manifestations um, with my ancestral altar. Like I'll light candles and um, I'll even like light incense and stuff like that. And I, it's more of like my meditation and gratitude practice when I when I kind of like deal with my spiritual uh, ancestral altar. I guess you can say. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's any other spiritual practices that you'd like to add in there. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I think I did the, you know, if you're just starting out meditating, get, you know, guided meditation be five minutes. But I think for me, what worked was doing it consistently at a particular time every single day as a signal to the universe, right? How serious you are. Um, and I think also, I mean, for me, I went and like I said, I had a spiritual guru for like four years. So I did weekly uh, homework on myself. Mm. Um, and that trans, I mean, I, that was crazy. I also did landmark education when I was like 24 people. I don't know. It's a, it's, I don't know. It's interesting. It's not necessarily spiritual, but it has you take accountability for everything that you do in your life. Everything that's ever happened to you. See, I like (laughs) landmark and what they have to say, but I just feel like it's a little culty for me. Well, I mean, I did the whole thing um, and my, and my mom did too. I did all three. Um, and to me to do it at such a young age and it did teach me the biggest thing, like I said, was to take full responsibility for every single thing that happened in my life. And that's a, that, that is a superpower right there. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's when you're, that's one thing I can say for sure. That's fun spiritually is like the, the homework is. I would, I would like, okay, cool. I have something else I could take responsibility for. Cool. Yes. Let me play with this. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I would just grab stuff. Oh, okay. You, oh, you blamed me for that. Okay. Let me take, and not, I don't take their responsibility, you know, whoever else or whatever company or whatever. Right. But I, I it's like, cool. I have something else that I can practice alchemizing. I have something else that I can like release or another blind spot or another shadow. Um, but yeah, we do, you know, I, I think meditation is the, is the number one thing. Reading, um, you just things that make you, for me, just go really deep. Yes. Having spiritual friendships and conversations like this. Mm-hmm. I always like just in conversation, I have like so many epiphanies. Um, but yeah, I think um, we can sit and be super precise, but I don't really so much anymore have it. It's like, I don't necessarily have a a practice anymore. Yeah, like that is super clear. Mm-hmm. It's I, I absorbed everything that I was supposed to at that time. And now I can kind of tap in when I'm walking. Right. You know what I mean? Or when I'm talking, it becomes second nature. Like, yeah. You, you, you integrate it. Mm-hmm. It becomes integrated. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I think it's hard for us to go back and into that mindset. But I, I do remember meditate, 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 meditate. Um, and you know, and you'll find your particular gift. That may not be your your route or your path. I mean, there's a there's a bunch of different. A lot of people like use psychedelics, like we said. Mm-hmm. But it, but I do think take responsibility. You know, pay attention to what works for you and yeah. ride that until you're complete with it. Just like a re- any relationship or anything that you do, ride it until you're complete with it, and then something else will come forth. As uh, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. When the teacher is ready, the student appears. One hundred percent. That's what I'll leave off with. <laughs> Um, I love that so much. Um, I totally forgot what I was going to say. And that ah. was just so powerful and profound. I don't know. I, maybe it doesn't even matter. <laughs> oh, I was going to talk about a book that actually would probably help a lot of people. It's very basic. It's really easy to read. Um, and I think it definitely talks about some things that kind of can help 
you when you're just starting out in in terms of like how to get in alignment and and things about like, like things that we even talked about in terms of words being really powerful and um so basically that book is the four agreements um mm. such an amazing book don miguel ruiz is like homie i mean i don't know him yet but i totally love his books is he still alive i think he's alive i'm pretty sure he's still alive i actually don't know i don't know either but i would love to know him as a homie um but the four agreements is such an amazing book i recommend it to any and everybody i actually reread it recently last year um and god i got such profound knowledge again from reading that mm. book you know and it's funny how you read something over again like i read it when i was like I think I might have been 20, 20 years old or something like that, 21. Um, and it's funny how 21-year-old Jermaine and uh, I'm 35 now. You know, I guess I'll just tell people my age. I'd be lying for work, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but whatever. I'm 35. I'll be 36 this year. So that's why your girl be wise as hell, you know. I've been through, been through some life. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, that book is amazing. It's funny how my different perspectives on – uh, reading it and what came forth with me. So I would definitely recommend if you guys need any book recommendations, I would start with that one. It's a really awesome book. Um, easily, easily, you know, easily readable. It's like only a few hundred pages and, um, yeah, it's great. I'm going to do that again too. You should. Absolutely. Start, and start a book I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say too, when you just said that, uh, the prophet, is one of my favorite books, mm -hmm. but read that after the four agreements. And then um, today I, I had a little Dolores Cannon refresher and I was like, I don't Ooh. know if I mentioned Dolores Cannon ah, as one of the recommendations before. Dolores but Dolores Cannon. Cannon. Yo. Yes. Yeah. Yo. Dolores Cannon. Look that lady up on YouTube and she has like, I think 13 books. Mm -hmm. She's, mm -hmm. she's, we won't get into the details of it, no. but she's incredible too. I actually thought of, um, learning how to do regressions that was a thought yeah. that came to me and i don't know if i necessarily want to want to wholeheartedly jump into doing that yet but you know it's just a thought that came up yeah. and i was like okay and if you're scared to it? go into dolores cannon i would say the preview of before dolores cannon if you're a little scared because she does talk about aliens and different entities and things like that i would say read many lives many masters by dr brian mm. dr brian weiss is his name um both of them came from a very similar background his is just more like not as alieny <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but if you're into the aliens and shit just like we are then you jump right into dolores cannon <laughs> yeah yeah and she's she's not you know she's a therapist and yes. these, this is, these are stories that she encountered yes. during, you know, taking people through the uh, super conscious mind. So, right. Anywho. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that is a wrap on this show. I'm sure yeah. our next show is going to be super dope too. I have no idea what we're going to be talking about. Um, maybe we'll talk about healing in terms of, you know, uh, you know, the importance of healing before you enter a relationship. We kind of talked about this a little bit um, in our relationship episode, but we didn't necessarily go deep into um, how necessary it is to heal, you know, in terms of life and before obviously entering relationships or even to better your relationships with everyone around you, be it your family, your friends, et cetera, coworkers, all of that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
I can't wait per usual. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. Is this your favorite and show? It's my favorite show. I say that every show. <laughs> and also, guys, follow us at Ascended Queens. And if you guys have any questions or there are any shows that you'd like, um, please feel free to DM us or comment on any of the shows that we post. We appreciate you guys reposting and letting people know about the show if you Heck like it. Yes, we appreciate it so much. You keep that shit up. Yes, more to come from us for sure. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, this is a wrap on Spirituality 101 Part 2. We will see you next time. Peace.